It's Vancouver's Podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by Shaw Business. Shaw Business offers a whole suite of smart solutions like smart Wi-Fi. With dedicated networks for you and your guests, smart Wi-Fi keeps everyone's connection separate, safe, and secure. And it reaches all corners of your business. So whether you're at your desk or in a meeting room, you're still connected and ready for business. Smart Wi-Fi is one way that Shaw Business is powering the entrepreneur. Hello, this is Robert Smigel coming to you today with Vancouver's Podcast, a member of the Canada's Podcast Network, where we talk to the entrepreneurs who are making it happen here in Vancouver, British Columbia. Braden Parker is co-founder of Casca Footwear, an innovative startup developing all-day performance shoes for future builders. In the past year, Braden has moved from real estate asset manager to co-founder of a bootstrapped venture looking to challenge the global footwear giants. Well, Braden, welcome to the show. Thanks for taking the time today to be here for all our listeners. Thanks, Robert. I'm excited to be here. Great. Okay, I want you to tell us a little bit more about yourself, where you're from, and give us the details on your current business. Cool. So, in a nutshell, I grew up in a small town just outside Calgary. Um, I spent a short stint in California and got the West Coast bug and came out here for school at UBC about 10 years ago. Fell in love with Vancouver, and I'm convinced that I will be here for the rest of time. Um, so now I'm co-founding Casca Footwear, and you did a great job on the intro. We're a uh, shoe company for future builders. So essentially, we've tried to take all the best technology from hiking and running shoes and put it into an everyday shoe that can be worn in any environment and social setting. Okay, so it's kind of made for the Vancouver lifestyle, correct? That's right. That's actually where a lot of the inspiration came from. Tired of having wet feet, being going from business meeting to going to do the gross grind to sort of this, that, and the other thing. Right. So it fits that casual West Coast life style that yeah. we love here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, did you need financing to start your company, and how do you currently make money in the business now? So we're pretty proud of ourselves. We, I'm a huge fan of the book The Lean Startup by Eric Ries, and so we bootstrapped for as long as we possibly could, um, and that took us to about three months ago when we finally needed to actually do a friends and family round and then we've done a bunch of pre-orders and now we're doing a seed raise so that's sort of where we are on the financing front in terms of making money um selling shoes only on our website okay so you're not going to be going into the retail no so we're we're online direct consumer and the benefit of that is really we can provide a more premium product at a lower price for customers Okay. Now, what is the long-term vision, and what will your company look like in the future? Do you see the company expanding into other areas and where, beyond Vancouver, BC, or even Canada? You know, I see Casca as a living example of how you can use a product to share a much larger purpose. 
So for us, we really have this ingrained why within our company of helping those support. We want to be a supporter for those that are shaping a bright future. So we might not be able to build the next best spaceship, but we can provide footwear for those that do. So ultimately to us, that means we want to be a globally recognized brand for supporting these movers and shakers. Okay, so that means you're going to be competing directly against the Nikes of the world, the Reeboks, the New Balances? Eventually. Okay, so that's the goal. That's the goal. Good, okay. So um, in Vancouver um, is a very unique place to do business. What are the biggest benefits for you in being an entrepreneur here in Vancouver, BC, aside from designing the shoe around that? Give us some of the good points about starting a company here, but I also want you to give us some of the tough things or challenges for our listeners so they can keep an eye out for them. Um, I would say the best thing is the lifestyle here. Uh, you're able to go out and get outside and, you know, rather than going out and doing a round of golf like a lot of places, instead a lot of people will go and do the grouse grind. People are really aware of the importance of having this life, work-life balance. And I think that's just an amazing aspect and an amazing part of Vancouver that everyone is aligned on. Um, I haven't seen any other city with so many people outside when it's, when the sun comes out than Vancouver. Um, Another really cool thing about Vancouver, I would say, is the tight-knit community of entrepreneurs and people that are starting stuff here. Um, everyone is really supportive of each other, and it's a really, really cool community to meet people in. Okay, and some of the tough things. Some of the tough things, the rain. <laughs> I can find the rain to be a big pain. You get used to it. I grew up in Alberta where it's so sunny all the time. Um, so the rain is tough. Um, and I think it can sometimes be, it can be hard to get into that tight knit community because it is pretty small. Once you go in and, and start meeting people and asking for coffees and sort of networking, it, it happens. But, you know, you still have to take that initiative to go in and find those people. Right. Okay. Now we do some of our best work outside the office. Is there a place in the lower mainland close to where you live or work where you like to go recharge or get inspired with ideas or just think about your business? And does it change with the season considering all the rain we get here? Yeah. I would say everywhere outside is where I like to go. Uh, and the season fully impacts that. Um, in the summer, I like to go rock climbing and mountain biking and running and swimming in Kit's pool. I live in Kit, so to me, those are all awesome ways to just recharge and kind of just reset. Uh, and then in the winter, I do a lot of backcountry skiing, um, and I also like to go surfing. So those are kind of my winter sports, and then in the summer, I'll do all the other ones. Okay. Now, I want you to imagine you never have been to Vancouver before. If you were to start all over again, and you just moved here to Vancouver, BC, but this time you don't know anyone, knowing what you know now, what would you do and how would you go about starting all over again as an entrepreneur? Ooh, I would probably say the best thing you could do is go and work one day of the week at one of the different co-working spaces. People are super friendly there. I think that'd be a really good way to sort of get your network up, meet people and sort of see what spaces you like and, and also end up making a lot of friends probably through the same process. Okay, so like Launch Academy, Hive, places like yeah, that? Yeah, Launch Academy, Hive, um, Work Lab, um, 
WeWork I know is is now downtown. Um, Sweet Genius is a good one. A lot of those. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about your routine. What does the first hour look like for you when you get up in the morning? Do you have a specific routine or a ritual that helps you get motivated to start your day? I have a pretty, I'm a, definitely a type A personality. Um, I get up at 5.30 every morning. I make my smoothie the night before, which a lot of people might find gross. But uh, I'll wake up, walk to the fridge, make coffee. While my coffee's brewing, I'll just chug my smoothie. Uh, then I sit down and sort of take half an hour to read the news and catch up on a few different newsletters that I follow. Um, and then I'll take about 10 minutes to just journal and just like whatever's in my head and try to choose three things that I'm really focused on getting done that day. Okay, so these are the main things you want to accomplish. I believe yeah, that, that's a formula. You've, you got that formula from someone, right? Is that, is that one of the things? Yeah, yeah. So I, I guess just everyone I've talked to, or I've tried to make it a point to meet with people that are um, you know, seeing a lot of success. And the common theme that I always kept hearing was this idea of really reviewing your goals and, and what you're doing to get to your final vision and being really aware of that and writing it down. So to me, like the writing it down aspect is like, okay, what did I do today to help Casca get further ahead than it was yesterday? And having them be actionable things that I can really just like focus on and know that like, okay, if I get these three things done today, then it was a good day. Okay, and then the other auxiliary things is, is how do you avoid the distractions then from your goals? How do I avoid the distractions? I always try to, so I, I, I start long-term, and so I'll look at my goals from a 10-year basis, and then I look at them at a five-year basis, three-year, one-year, six-month, one-month, and then one-week basis. So it's like kind of looking further down the line, like, hey, what do I envision happening in 10 years? And then making sure that what I'm doing today is contributing to that, that just keeps me really focused and motivated on moving forward. Okay. Now, do you think entrepreneurs have to be weird or unique in a positive way or are wired differently? I don't know. I think that everyone is able to do whatever they want. Um, I think if someone has a strong enough vision for something, regardless of the type of person you are, and you're serious about seeing it out, then you can go and do that. Um, I think the entrepreneurs that we hear about are often portrayed as being wired differently. Um, and I don't know if that's just because the media likes to pick up on it. But I, I, I don't think so. I think that anybody can be an entrepreneur. They just got to set their goals to it. And they just have to, yeah, I think they just have to have like a strong idea of what they want and, and go for it. And I think a lot of yeah. people... And I don't know if that's maybe, I mean, I don't, maybe that's weird or unique. Um, but I would like to believe that anybody can go and, and take on any entrepreneurial venture that they want to. Okay. And ur urge them to. Right. Okay. Now, what books are you reading now and why, or even audio books? And can you recommend any books for our listeners who are also aspiring entrepreneurs? Um, audio book wise. So I, I listen to one audio book and I also read a book. So whenever I'm commuting or going anywhere, I listen to an audio book and then sort of in the evening before I'm winding down, I'll be reading. Uh, so I'm listening to an audio book called multipliers by Liz Wiseman and Greg McKeown. And it's really about sort of how you can 
manage people properly and, and turn them into sort of this, turn them into leaders and have a culture of leadership and of um, sort of forward progress, I guess you could say. Um, so that's what I'm listening to. And then I'm reading Meditations, which is sort of a book on stoicism. So Marcus Aurelius was sort of the first guy that, you know, wrote down this. He's kind of, it's for the first book you'd read if you wanted to learn more about um, stoicism. And um, in terms of recommendations, the number one book that I always recommend to my friends or anybody who is interested is Start With Why by Simon Sinek. Okay. Um, why? Yeah, so that book has just had a huge impact on everything that um, Casca has done. Like we really started from this idea of how do we create a shoe that's bigger than just a shoe company? How do we give back to society and have a bigger impact on people? Um, and it also, like not only can you do that for a company, but you can also do it for yourself. So once you sort of take a real, really deep internal look of why you're doing what you're doing, you, you learn a lot about yourself. Right. Now, what online or offline tools do you use on a ba daily basis? This could be like Google Docs, Skype. Yeah, yeah. Slack I use with um, Casca a lot. That's kind of how we communicate and keep everything. Um, email, obviously, and, and Google Drive we use to store everything. Um, in terms of other offline tools, I'm a huge fan of Six Sigma which is the idea of asking why six times to sort of dig down to the root of, uh, of a problem. Um, and then the sort of mindset of abundance and creativity in general, I think is really an important one. Um, I don't like the idea of, uh, of saying no or of, of believing no right away. Like instead of going directly to know this can't happen. I think it's way more important and you end up with better results if you ask, how can you hit that? Um, so that sort of mindset I think is an important tool. Okay. That's interesting. Okay. Earlier in the interview, you talked about lifestyle in Vancouver and naturally we have everything here, oceans, lakes, rivers, trails, grouse grind, skiing, you name it, we got it. How do you balance work and how do you relax and not think about work? And what are your favorite activities to do here in BC? Do you ski, bike, kayak, golf, hike, or simply go for a drive? Yeah, you know what? I do everything that I can. Um, I do the grouse grind at least once a week. Um, I'm not afraid to like leave early to go for a rock climb or leave early to go for a mountain bike or, or I think that one of the most cool things of Vancouver is this environment that we have. And I've found that some of my best ideas are actually when I'm running on the seawall or swimming at Kit's pool or, you know, surfing on the Island. Like that's when I find everything sort of comes and, 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 yeah, it's, your creative ideas come because you're in this kind of beautiful environment, whether you're surfing or up in Tofino or you're camping or just exactly kind of, yeah, the free it's flow so of ideas, right? It's that, that yeah, kind of yeah, natural yeah. feeling of just you know, it's nothing inhibiting you. There's you're not in a cubicle. You're just kind of in the zone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's yeah, it's super stimulating. It's an amazing place, and I think that's why there's been so many really cool, um, impressive companies that have come out of Vancouver. Right. Yeah, like you look at Arcteryx or uh, Lululemon, Lululemon, Max head office is here, um, Kona Bikes head office was here. Um, there's a lot of really, really cool 
companies that have been born out of Vancouver. And I'm convinced that it's due to the environment and the lifestyle. I think so too. Yeah. There's a lot of outdoor activities, equipment, things like that, that have come out of, out of, uh, yeah. Okay. If you weren't doing what you do now, what would you like to do for a profession? Oh, well, right now we're raising money and it's been fun. And I think it would be really, really fun to be also on the other side of the table. Um, I would love to see all the cool entrepreneurial ideas that other people are putting out and having the idea, having the ability to go in and, and look at their business model and their business plans and sort of invest in other great ideas. So you would like to be able to be an investor and then have people pitch to you and then kind of handpick the ones you like to work with. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds pretty fun. Okay. What kind of a job would you not like to do? Couldn't do it. Um, I think that I would have a really hard time and I'm really sorry to all my accountant friends out there, but I would have a hard time being an accountant. <laughs> that's common. I mean, that's real common, um, with a lot of entrepreneurs that are more visionary. And yeah, yeah. I fully respect and understand the importance of accounting. Um, and the financial analysis aspect I, I still quite like, but the actual sort of, um, logistical, technical aspect of accounting. I just had a very hard time with in business school. <laughs> okay. In business, what is your favorite word, quote, or sentence that you like to use? One that I always remind myself is it's not failure, it's feedback. I think, you know, if, if you can look at every lesson as something that you can turn into a good thing, um, I think that's sort of the best way you can do it. And as an entrepreneur, you're having a lot of setbacks and, you know, it's not this, happy-go-lucky, everything's great type of situation all the time. Um, so my whole life, I've always really owned in on that that one thing. Anytime that something is bad, it's like, okay, what did I learn from this experience? How can I do better next time? What's the lesson? And are you always reminding yourself of that? Yeah. Yeah. What is your least favorite word or sentence you do not like to hear? Um, I think that there's a lot of buzzwords that have sort of ruined definitions of what would otherwise be great words. Um, so even the word goals, to be honest, it's just kind of like thrown around so often and same with the words integrity or authenticity. Um, everyone says it and, and no one is truly, not a lot of people at least are truly authentic when they say they are. Um, so to me, it's almost, it's not that I have a least favorite sentence or word. It's more that I, I dislike buzzwords that don't have true meaning. Okay. If you had to pick one or two words to describe yourself, what would it be and why? Hmm. One or two words. To describe myself. How you work, how you think, how you attack situations. I would probably say creative and responsible. So I'd like to think that I take ownership over anything that happens. Um, and I also like to think that I'm a creative person that can help find solutions to some of those problems. Um, one of the, a great book that I read is called Extreme Ownership. Um, and it's written by this Navy SEAL. I think his name is Jocko Willink. And the whole idea is that you're responsible for every aspect of your life and, and and in business. So I, that, that book really resonated with me and, and idea of you are 
responsible for every aspect of your life. And then also that in the same way you you're responsible for getting yourself out of it. And to me, I, I like using creativity and, and, uh, just sort of endless possibilities. What keeps you up at night? If anything, I have a sleeping mask and it's incredibly dorky, but I put that thing on and I'm out like a light. So I, I actually have never been a person who's had a hard time falling asleep. Nothing, nothing company, where it's going, finances, nothing like that. Not really. I don't know. I'm actually, I do a lot of things to, to make sure I can fall asleep. So waking up early is one. So I'm usually tired by the time it's time to go to bed anyways. Um, and then making sure I exercise every day, I journal every day. And then I usually try to go for like a meditative walk, uh, every day and, and just shut my brain off before I go to bed. Okay. I want you to give us the top three things on your inspired life list. This could be a bucket list of any sort, whether you want to travel more, whether you want to do a TEDx talk, philanthropy, uh, write a book. Yeah. Um, so from a selfish perspective, I've always wanted to boat down the coast and just stop on islands and surf, um, down from Vancouver all the way down as far as I could get. Um, from a business perspective, to me, it would mean a lot to just be a mentor to other people. When I, after I gain success, I'd love to be a mentor and sort of pay back what has happened to me. Um, I've been very lucky to have, you know, a lot of different mentors in my life and to pay that back is, will be really fulfilling. So to give, um, to be, and, give back and as a mentor, to provide advice, whether it be speaking, yeah. things like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and then the third one I think would be to hear about how I help someone else achieve their dream that I don't know through Casca. So to have Casca be a vehicle for, you know, having helped someone else achieve their dreams. Whether or not it doesn't need to be in the shoe business. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. In the industry. Okay. Do you have any advice that you may have received that you can pass on to entrepreneurs throughout BC? Yeah, I would say set your goals and write them down. Um, it's such a cliche and I know that we've been like taught that for so long. Um, but I have been doing it for the last, you know, five years since I graduated university and I look back at the majority of those goals and I've either achieved them or failed and learned a ton from them. Um, and then I would even go further and recommend that you review them at least once a week. So goal setting, reviewing them. Um... Yeah. Goal setting, reviewing them, resetting. So like every, so this morning it's Monday, every Monday I review my one week goals and reset them and say, okay, this is what this week is going to be. So like having them written down and then like the sense of accomplishment that you get when you cross that goal off is just the best. It motivates you to go for the next one. Knowing, oh, exactly. that they can, knowing they can be accomplished. Yeah. Okay, Braden, are you ready to have some fun? Absolutely. Okay. Well, as you know, entrepreneurs are very, very busy people. We're always connected. We always got lots on the go, but we want to take you away from all that. There's a small tropical island just off of Fiji that only has one phone booth there. There is no internet. This place does exist. We're going to drop you off there. You won't have a computer or a smartphone or a tablet. You can use the phone booth located there any time to call the boat, and we'll come pick you up. How long would you last before you made that call? What would you do while you were there? Ooh, well, you know, I've always wanted to do a five-day silent retreat. <laughs> Most of my friends will probably tell you that I talk too much, so a five-day retreat would probably be a good thing for me. Um, after that, I would probably want to spend some time adventuring and doing things. Um, 
I'd probably say a week. I think after a week, I'd be like, okay, feeling reset, ready to go, adventure. Are there waves on this island, actually? Probably, yeah. It's an island out in Yeah, There's probably, some, probably some probably some trees. I'd probably either try to find a surfboard or make one. Um, and then surf at least a little bit. If, if that was successful, I could probably stay for two years. Two years? Um, so you'd go from one week to two years? So he found the surfboard. He ain't coming back. So we're going to be sitting out there for two years because you found a surfboard? Yeah, I'm going to become a professional surfer. That's the new goal if I find a surfboard and I'm on this magical island. Um, no, I'm just joking. I would probably stay for probably another week or two if I could. And then I would call if I had the surfboard. Otherwise, I would, I would probably after a week. Okay, one week. We'll, we'll call it a week. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay well, One week. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, unless the surfboard floated, unless we just kind of floated one over to you just to see what kind of reaction we get, we could do that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Then, I, then it could be longer. <laughs> okay. Okay, Brayden, how can our listeners get hold of you? Is there anything you'd like to add before you leave us today? Yeah, I'd just like to say thank you so much for, you know, putting on this podcast. It's, uh, it's always exciting to see them, and I'm really, really honored to be on it. Um, you can email me anytime at Braden, B-R-A-D-E-N, at Casca, C-A-S-C-A, dot com. And uh, look forward to hearing from anybody. And uh, when do you plan to launch your first shoes? When can we actually go and get them? Yeah, so you can actually pre-order them now on our website, Casca.com, uh, or we're getting inventory in in the fall. So if you're hesitant and you want to wait until the fall, that's also fine. Okay, fabulous. Well, you know what? It's been great because it's, uh, it's always nice to have a non-tech ho- or, uh, guest on our show. So that was, uh, <laughs> that was always nice to have. And um, being that your shoes are made for uh, the Vancouverite lifestyle, I'm sure that you'll get a lot of people wanting to learn more about it. And um, I encourage you. They're beautiful-looking shoes. So I encourage the listeners to take a look and go to the website and check things out. And please place your order. I'm sure that uh, you will be very glad you did so that you can uh, live the true West Coast lifestyle. <laughs> there you go. That's okay, right. Man. Awesome. Thank you for coming on the show. Thanks, Robert. Appreciate it. I've learned a lot about you, and I'm sure our listeners have as well. We'll see you next time. Hey there. Thanks for taking the time today to listen to Vancouver's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Make sure you sign up for our newsletters and write a review for us on iTunes, and then connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Canada's Podcast. You can also check out what other entrepreneurs are doing across the country. See you next time.